Guten Tag and bienvenidos. You are listening to another edition of Uber Cinco, the podcast game show where we deep dive top fives. My name is Nathan Henenfent and I'll be your host for today where our contestants will reveal and defend their top five ways to quit in glory. But don't worry, loyal listeners, this isn't our last episode, far from it. Since we are yet to achieve glory, we'll have to carry on. <laughs> our first big quitter today receiving a gold watch for 60 years of dedicated service is Mitch Brinkman. Welcome, Mitch. How's it going? Thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, I've, I've made a career of it, and um, somehow I stayed at the same company for 60 years straight, which I think is also a very big accomplishment in today's economy. You know, um, <laughs> I, I wasn't fired unceremoniously, and I had to, uh, you know, make it up by delivering DoorDash uh, to people who didn't want to, to drive the three blocks to McDonald's. So it's uh, rare to have a millennial lifer. I don't think we're going to have those much in, in business anymore. So, congrats to you. Probably not. Thank you. Thank you very yeah. much. So. I think my one of my grandfathers was a sixty-year man. That's not the check with my mom on that. Like from seventeen to seventy-seven, I think. I try to think oh, of how wow. aggravated yeah. I get, like by year one and a half at most places, yeah. and I don't understand how people can do it. I I, I had a, an ex-girlfriend of mine. Her grandfather joined the navy at seventeen, retired at forty-seven with full pension, and just went on cruises. Just <laughs> every month a cruise. Just that's, that's just supposed to do the for life. the next thirty years, right? Yeah. yeah. So. And he knows what to do in case. Shit hits the fan. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that that beautiful voice you're hearing over there is the man facing off against Mitch. Uh, it's Brian Ernst, who I intended to write a little humorous anecdote about, but I forgot. Don't uh, worry. So I got you covered. Uh, yeah, but but <laughs> Brian, any any interesting events happening in your life recently? Well, let's start with uh, we are recording outside again, folks. And yeah. for those of you who are here, you can look outside and see mm-hmm. that my lawn is in a bit of a state. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, I like to edge trim. I like to weed whack. I like to mow the lawn. Woke up this morning to see that my garage door was still open overnight. The lawnmower, my weed whacker, all my power tools, batteries, and chargers gone. Oh, oh no. Everything was taken, including Jenny's backpack that has all our volunteer teaching stuff in it. Oh, Jesus. So woke up to that. That was really fun. But to bring it to a lighter note, How did the door stay open, you might ask? Yeah. Yesterday, we were driving home from dinner, and I had a cough that led to a little bit too much coming out of my bottom. Mm -hmm. And coming home (laughs) was an emergency. (laughs) And uh, got home, and as soon as I got into the garage, I'm like, I need to get into the house, take care of business. Yep. And garage door slipped my mind. So... That is my penance for shitting oh, my no. pants. <laughs> I now have to buy five hundred dollars or more worth of power tools again. Oh so my god! That's, that this is... is your this is your beautiful lime green Ryobi. My uh, just so in your face, uh, obnoxious Ryobi green uh, power tools, all gone. Well, I, I think this is a call to our listeners. If you have any uh, uh, parents. Maybe fathers, grandfathers. We're trying to get rid of some some still good tools. <laughs> Call Brian. He might be in the market for them. Yeah, I lost a lawnmower, a weed whacker, reciprocating saw, circular saw, all the batteries that went with them. Uh, several trips to Home Depot. Just whoosh, one night. What was the last thing you 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 built with your circular saw? Oh, what did I, I actually fixed something in the garage. The wood had rotted out where the door closed and locked. Oh. So I used a reciprocating saw. I took out that section of wood and cut a two by four, reinforced it, redrilled out the hole, and I fixed the door. Wow, Brian. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
I also messed up with the reciprocating saw. Yeah. I was going with it, and it kind of I lost control, and then it went into the aluminum siding and it made this giant jagged piece of metal stick out. So I went back to Home Depot and I bought the sander. <laughs> I <laughs> fixed and, that little bit. <laughs> and the sander's gone. I'm assuming sander's good. That I left upstairs when I was doing my uh, rehab project. So luckily, ah, I still have the sander. Thank God, that's good. That's yeah, very man. good. Well, that that is a sad note to start the show off on. It um, was, but <laughs> I, 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 it's. I, I think in the next couple of days you'll be able to say thank you to uh, to Jake from State Farm. I think uh, I will be for his great rate. One of my favorite things, our friend uh, Jen, her mom just loves Jake from State Farm. She thinks he's the best actor in the world, uh, which he's not. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a good-looking dude. That's all. Hey, that goes a long way. That's true. That's very true. Maybe it would have deterred people from taking my power tools if I was standing out there, good-looking in my khakis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, well, everybody, please remember you can join in on the fun if you have a topic or a Fast Five or would like to donate uh, to Brian's Power Tool Fund. <laughs> head on over to bizbear.biz and send it our way. Oh, also, my Xbox was in there <laughs> last night. So, yeah, yeah and, and the three PS5s I was holding for Christmas, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, there's one for each of the Ubersinko boys. And you bought those at full price, $800 yes. each. On eBay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I paid eBay price. I yeah. got to get reimbursed yeah, for eBay. And I, I shouldn't have left my Tesla in there. You no, know, it's, it's nice of you to, to keep it's it. It's amazing here. that we fit three Teslas in a two car garage, <laughs> but hey. Also, my my uh, my uh, Brie Larson headshot that I had autographed uh, last month. <laughs> so if anyone can please, yeah. Do you know how hard that's going to get again. Donate. So, I yeah. know. Yeah. All right. If this is your first foray into the den or if you need a friendly reminder, let's wake you out of hibernation with a quick rundown of the rules. Each player in the den has spent time with today's topic, arranging their top five answers in order of importance. Those answers have been submitted to the host who will moderate the game, awarding points to the player with the most poignant answer. Starting with their number five choice, we'll move up the ranks until we reach each of their top answers. But if both contestants happen to have the same answer on their list, well, we have an Uber Stereo. You will hear the official Uber Cinco siren, and both players must reveal their answer and what number they ranked their submission. An Uber stare down is all or nothing, with one player earning three points. After all answers have been read, the host will reveal the final score. As host, I'm entitled to a house rule. In the spirit of today's topic, whoever provides a better mic drop in the final round will be awarded bonus points. Ooh. And don't forget <laughs> to stick around to the end for the, my Fast Five send-off, where I will rattle off my definitive list of the top five buckets of all time. Oh, my. That's right. God, I love, buckets. <laughs> I love a good bucket. I yeah. really do. We talked about buckets on our dollar store episode, how useful a good bucket is. Yeah. So... Buckets. I've got, <laughs> buckets. I've got some pickle bucket uh, content coming up for everyone. Here, so, yeah. Content. We always need more content. Yep. All right, Brian, you slapped the game board of our pre-show Simpsons Monopoly game off the coffee table with the most ferocity, <laughs> so you can go first. What is your number five? My number five is to write your two weeks notice, but on formal letterhead, scribed with ink, in cursive, in formal English. Oh, so this is to, to make sure that you're probably your boss will not be able to understand what you wrote. Because <laughs> I came up with this one when I was thinking about the people I was working for at Jewel and how hard it would have been for them to read this letter. That would have been <laughs> very fun for me. So I, I, I wrote an instance of how I think this letter oh. would go. Sure. Wrong key. Oops, there we go. 
Dear sir or madam, <laughs> it has been brought to my attention by myself that the work environment fostered under the managerial exploits of yourself and the senior staff have rendered my time at said establishment to near its completion. Let it be said, in a mere fortnight, my time under the occupation of these walls shall cease to be. The last financial rendering that transfers bullion from your safe to mine <laughs> may be carrier pigeoned to the address below post haste. Sincerely, Lord Brian, first of his name. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a power move. Yeah, I feel like it'd be a lot of fun, especially I get to work on my cursive, get a new skill. On parchment with a quill, right? This is, you're dipping. I'm doing everything. Yeah. I, I mm -hmm. made the paper out of old toilet paper. I filtered it out. <laughs> Boom. And then I laid it all out to dry. When you say old toilet paper, do you mean old or used? That's old. old. Oh, okay. Okay. Toilet paper from the back of the cabinet, okay. non-soiled. Tear it all up, put it in the little things, form the parchment on the little screen. And then you got to put it in the oven to bake it a little bit to make sure it gets all thing. Burn the edges a little bit like you found it in a message in a bottle. Mm. And then get to scribing. I think that your old toilet paper would be better served just in the back of your car, it sounds like, maybe. Just on. Were you looking at my car? <laughs> <laughs> I got a whole pack of Costco Charmin in there that I haven't brought in the house yet. And thank God I didn't because it came in handy last night. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I think also this way, I mean, you're, are, are you going to hand it directly to your supervisor or are you going to like drop it in their uh, little wooden box on their desk? I'll think um, about lighting a small campfire in the manager's office. <laughs> okay. So it's Fuck. like, but it's, it's contained. It's not like going to hurt sure. anybody. But it's just like, what traveler just passed through here? Are you roasting pigeon during this campfire oh, as well? I feel like squirrel is Ooh, more that's a night, yeah. apropos to the situation that we were setting up. It'd be nice to have you deliver this while wearing a big hat with a plume in it. Mm. Is plume the word I'm looking I think, for? Uh, I think so. Feather? I think so. A feathered plume? A feathered, yeah, that. How about I'm wearing a said- A plumish feather? I just passed the door wearing said cap as they're almost done reading the letter. <laughs> we never actually speak. Yeah. And they're like, why aren't you in your work vest? Get in your work vest! And you're like, I'm doing a thing. I'm going to do a thing. Hold on. Someone hasn't tendered to their mail. <laughs> what are the odds that you're asked to leave before the fortnight after doing this? Do you think I would complain? I'm leaving anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's probably what you want. That's usually what people want yeah. when they put it in their two weeks. They want it to be day of. Yeah. But yeah. it's just like, ugh. Unless it's an absolute emergency, you're going to do the two weeks thing just so in case you need a reference later on. Right. <laughs> you're not uh, burning that bridge. What if you have a real, you know, just one of those managers? You know, like, my name's Gerald. Brian, I, I love your letter. I do, but I need an email that I can like forward on, please rewrite it. Are you gonna rewrite it or are you just gonna say, Gerald, Jerry, I don't give a hoot. Jerry, I mean, this is come time Gerald? and time again. Gerald? Ger uh, Jerry, there's been a problem <laughs> as uh, we have seen throughout this that no. uh, you don't know how to make a schedule, you don't know how to stick to said schedule, Gerald, I, and you don't know how to do anything as we talked about in a previous Uber Cinco where I had to quit Jewel because someone threw a milk crate at me. Jerry, you did nothing. Gerald. Gerald? <laughs> I'm not gonna spoil anything more because we have four more we need to talk about. And okay. I got plenty of details for right. you, bud. Okay. All right. Well, well, with that, Mitch, uh, what's your counter? What is your number five? My number five is quitting a job. And while you quit it, this is this, you're given no notice prior. This is everyone's finding out in the moment. That's when you slowly strip off your uniform and you leave it in a trail as you leave <laughs> the job. So a firefighter, you know, you got a boot. You got one suspender, you got another suspender, you got some charred gloves, 
you know, your axes. There's just a trail that could be it's fun. Good for a utility belt. I mean, a lot of extra pieces. Yes. And, yeah. Yeah. If, if if you're a police officer and you're walking off the job, um, which you know maybe more of them should, um, you know, th- there's just things things in your in your stead. Um, uh, you know, a classic, a football player. You know, maybe a quarterback who's just his offensive line is not blocking. He's like, fuck this lay the helmet down take off the black strip take off a wristband other wristband a sock a shoe comes off but i think my favorite though um i mean because there are some jobs you know that just have more fanfare to them you know Mm. uh a waiter at tchotchkes or flingers you're gonna have a lot of pins to take off leave in your in your wake um a, a guard at the buckingham palace there's a lot of to do on that uniform that take off slowly um, as you leave a trail, and then you're just down to your, you know, uh, your boxers, and you know, an undershirt and what's, or something. In, in all these instances, what is the very last item at, oh, the, at the end of the trail? I I, I would think it, it's got to be the one item you put on every day, where that's the first, like it, that's the first difference between a Saturday and a Monday when you're getting dressed. You know, mm. it's like, or also if you're if if you're like the guard. At the palace, maybe the the really stuffy coat, something that just really weighs you down. Um, also, I had down here a mascot. If you just quit in the middle of a parade, <laughs> I think I, I would want to take the suit off first, and last thing is the head. I was gonna say, last yeah. thing's gotta be the head. Yeah, what a power yeah. move! Yeah, <laughs> like I, I like the idea of uh, a naked guy just walking around London with just the really tall furry hat on. <laughs> <laughs> Better question yet is if you're you probably get some free pints out of that, right? Like I if mean, you, you gotta, especially if you keep in shape too, just to. I picture you doing this in slow motion, dropping every single piece. Yeah. What's your walkout music? Like, what is the song that's playing as you're going slow motion, stripping every single piece of your material? Um, the uh, the the the, the Queen song, "Princes of the Universe." I, th- oh, I like that one. <laughs> I was thinking mine would be more lighthearted, like uh, Princess of the Universe. I can't. I, I don't. I, that's not the melody. I, that, but although we don't have to pay for it, so that's good. <laughs> our, our lack of musical talent comes yeah. in handy a lot. I think I would do. I want to dance with somebody by Whitney Houston. <laughs> I mean, and hopefully, if your job is outside, maybe there's like a broken fire hydrant nearby. So when you're dan- you're dancing through the water too. Yeah, as you're yeah. Going, you're going home, so and do a whole flash dance homage at the end there. Exactly. Also, if, if if you're a beer guy, yeah, like if Wally the beer guy ever quits, he you just drink every single beer in your thing. You leave a trail of cans, your visor, yeah, and then the and then the holder, uh, the beer holder, the um the beer. Keep going. Let, let him find it. Let him find it. The beer platform. There's a beer holder. I don't know what that thing is what called. Was, what would you call that? A beer box. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. A tray. A tray. A beer. A, beer a, sl- tray. a sling trough. A sling trough. Sling there we go. Yeah, sling trough. I like sling trough. I'm writing that there down. <laughs> sling. So. Trough. TM. 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 It. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, I'm. I'm. I. I love both of these. Uh, this. I would love to see both of these happen at some point in my lifetime, if not carrying them out myself. So it's going to be three points all around, oh, yeah. and yes. then we'll we'll go back to Brian for number four. All right. Number five, I gave my two weeks notice. Number Mm -hmm. four, I'm going to do the opposite of the two weeks notice, the no notice. (laughs) Uh, But to top it off, I'm going to leave with the petty things that I brought to the office. They're meaningless to me outside of the office. They didn't cost me a lot to bring, but I bought them, damn it, and they're coming home with me. This is me. uh, I'll see how the office manages when I take the K-Cup organizer back home. And they just have K-Cups coffee all over the place. (laughs) That's going to be a nightmare at the little coffee stand. 
That's not going to be good. This is yeah. really going to upset Nathan yeah. because there's hot chocolate and tea in there too, and it's going to mess you up. Uh, the three hole punch. Yeah. No, no documents getting in binders now. I bought that bad boy. <laughs> huh? Good luck with that one. And then I, what if I accidentally shred the paper? That's the only handwritten paper that has all the passwords to everything in the office. Ooh, oh, that is cold. Oops. Sorry. You didn't want to keep it on a locked spreadsheet. Well, I had the paper and now it's gone. <laughs> Peace, baby. Walk backwards out of the office. So you're just you're just tearing ACLs and shooting people like in the in the knees and yeah. and, and breaking breaking elbows on the way out. No, not enough to kill, but just no. enough to maim and wound, slow. Wound, yeah. wound, wound yeah. and slow. Yeah. If there happened to be a pack of wolves behind me, not my problem. That's true. I mean, fend for yourself. Yeah. Good luck. You brought a pack of wolves to the office. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he bought those for the office. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't those, buy the pack those of were wolves. Office wolves. Your, yeah. <laughs> But you don't have office wolves. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a lumberjack. So. Well, <laughs> if they had just kept away from Brian's lunch, he wouldn't have brought wolves to the office to protect his food. No, no I protected my food. <laughs> I befriended the wolf. They added me to as part of their pack. I learned it. I took care of their cubs, and now I started to pet them, live with them, groom them. And now, when I needed them most, they came to the office mm-hmm. and attacked the wounded, non-organized, <laughs> three-hole punched office manager. You went from. The mundane, mundane three-hole punch to wolves attacking and, and, and raising Brian from... from didn't cost me anything. I also didn't have to take him with me, but damn it, I brought him there. Right. Well, that, that that was a journey. Mitch, Mitch, what's your number four? My my number four is uh, leaving when your side hustle becomes a full-fledgling nice. business. Lovely. This feels good, right? Um, maybe you're doing candles now. Oh. You know, sure. Uh, Serenity by Jan. Yeah, uh, <laughs> old beer at Comiskey. Ooh, that's a nice scent. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, three sausages with some onions. I like that one. Right? Does it smell like old beer, or does it smell like melted down old style signs that they've had to take down from <laughs> every bar around Chicago? <laughs> Either way, um, that would be a stubby candle. You, you don't want it to be a long burn for sure. Um, so yeah, w- w- whatever those scents are, you know, you're you've finally done it. Um, you, you maybe rent a little space. You're no longer shipping candles out of your second bedroom. You know, this is this is good. Maybe you're a, you're a dog owner coach. You're yeah. coaching dog owners on, on <laughs> how to be better dog owners. You know, like how to care for their pup more, how to love them more, how to make them treats, how to, you know, um, look down on other dog owners who don't let their dogs be dogs, you know, that kind You've, of thing. You owned a dog for, what, eight months now, and <laughs> this is, you're, you're speaking I, about what you want to do. It's changed your entire yeah. identity. Uh, no, I'm, well, no, I, I, I just found a place to put my love. Uh-huh. That's, that, that's what's happened. Sure, Danny would love to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> my extra Finally. love. My extra Finally, love. Finally, after all yeah. these years. Yeah, or maybe, <laughs> maybe you open like a competent male escort service, you know, like, and like this, this business is it's thriving and it's going to be are there a lot of incompetent ones have you guys ever you know what a competent male escort service is no oh it's it's they're they're escorts and it's not just about the sex you know it's really not about (laughs) that it's about like they always know where they're going you know they always bring extra supplies if need be they can fix a door jam they can you know paint a wall they can you know they'll listen they can provide good advice and then you know, 
a nice dicking as well. But, you know, <laughs> but, but, they, but they do, but they do everything else. Some might call it a boyfriend service. I call it competent male escorts. So, and there is a market. Are so. they gigolo slash handyman or handyman slash gigolo? <laughs> uh, they're first a friend, second a father, third a, a, a gigolo. So. All right. I guess that's why they're yelling daddy all the time. <laughs> I didn't want to have to say it, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, over there. You're doing my marketing for me. So, yeah. <laughs> when, when you guys sent both uh, your list to me before the show, both of your number fours, I did not think we would end where we ended. <laughs> yeah. um, I, and, and, and just to come up with, with a business idea for a competent male escort service, I'm going to go Chuck's talent pile. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one I'm going to go with. So. <laughs> Yeah, well, I can see the sign now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. CTP International, <laughs> we're going to franchise. You can open your own competent male escort service uh, in any part of the world uh, just by contacting CTP International uh, here in Chicago. A franchising so, pimp. Genius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Brian, I'm, I, I'm giving you two points for that round. And Mitch, you were only going to get two points until you came up with Chuck's talent pile. That's going <laughs> to bump, bump you up to the three. <laughs> That's, I can't ignore that. Uh, so, Brian, it's back to you for number three. Number three. Um, this is where you get to make your grand speech that you're going to be gone but never forgotten. But you didn't tell them that you placed a bunch of sushi in the drop ceiling panels. <laughs> now you know the next few weeks are going to be interesting. <laughs> so you load up all this raw fish in all strategic areas of, of the panels. Real easy to do when everyone's out of the office. Just a little slide of the panel, throw up a tray of sushi, bow it down, move it down. Now you're doing this above the boss's office. You're doing this near the AC. Mm-hmm. You, you need to make sure this thing circulates. Mm-hmm. And then you got to pick strategically the stuff that takes a while to degrade. Oh, sure. So sure. once they think they found it, a week later it hits them again. There's more. <laughs> there's yeah. more. There's oh so many. They're gonna think god. there's a dead raccoon in the walls. Oh god. It's gonna get so bad. Why not just put a dead raccoon in the walls? You can. Oh, you can. <laughs> <laughs> if you put a live <laughs> raccoon in the wall, this this extends the period even longer. Oh yeah. Yeah. So when that thing dies, boom, keep going. That's gross. Something happened to the. We did the something similar to this in high school once, where in freshman year biology, we got to dissect squid that were like soaking formaldehyde. It was trying to like find the ink sac and the uh, gonads and all that stuff. And then everybody, the whole thing was like, get to the ink sac and then you can write your name. Blah blah blah. Well, our group, we took our carcass, rolled it up in. (laughs) <laughs> paper towels you bad boy and then we just picked a drawer along the wall and just oh. put it in there <laughs> we waited until the end of the trimester because i think it was yeah, we had three there yeah eight weeks easily before we opened this thing again guy in my group he opened it not even an inch closed it right away and it took over the entire oh. room the stench of this thing. Oh, so God. now imagine trays of sushi, what oh. this thing will do <laughs> to an office to make sure that you leave your mark. Oh, and and in this office, I'm guessing you've just hated everyone there and that's why you're going to do this. Yeah, this they're all move. dicks. I okay. mean, I was the winner. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. Yeah. They didn't deserve me. <laughs> How are you um, uh, going to uh, pay off the, like, the night watchman so you can go in and do this? Oh, you think this? The sushi? You think they have just... I work late all the time. They're used to me being there late. Oh, they do. Okay. All right. Yeah. 
you're, so you're putting in the extra work. You're you're the best one in the office. You're. As I'm you said, finally you're working overtime off the clock to make sure that this quitting goes off without a hitch. <laughs> <laughs> they got the most hours out of me the week leading up to my my quitting. Yes. This is this is pure evil, and I'm yeah. I'm enjoying it. Oh man, I'm glad you didn't work in my office. <laughs> Mitch, what, Mitch, what do you got? What's your number three? Mine is mine is much more simple, and it is more about the sense of adventure. You know, it's like a modern day stumble bum or a hobo who used to ride the rails during the depression. This is kind of what that is, and that is when you're a young person, maybe you're in high school or early college, and you know those jobs they used to advertise on craigslist or whatever and it'd be like hey come work for the red bull marketing street team you know or like, <laughs> yeah. come down to sergeant chucks and market for our restaurant out on the street team and you're like oh god you have to go to those fairs or whatever and yeah, yeah. just do that kind of hitting the pavement work and this comes from when i worked in an ice cream shop one of the the teenagers that worked there literally quit in the middle of a shift he went out to have a cigarette with his friends underage he was 16 oh my god and i was like and i i was like hey uh colin like you gotta we got it we got you gotta come back and he, and he just goes nah <laughs> and flicked the cigarette and walked off with his friends and i was like that wow that was so cool so, i was I had so much respect for him I was like that is a real fucking gonad full bad boy right there <laughs> and so this one is you're on you're on the street team you're out it's like 90 degrees it's humid it's hot it's a summer day in minnesota and you're out trying to convince people to like give the new red bull tangerine a, a try you know <laughs> and, give then, a try. and then the city bus pulls up and you just like you know what and you just get on the city bus and your other street team members are like Hey, you know, uh, Colin, come back here, buddy. You're just like, uh-uh, see you later. You don't care where the bus is going. You get on because it's AC'd, and it's getting you away from having to get people to try Red Bull, you know, new infusions, whatever bullshit you're trying to push. So um, This is one where I'd love to see the bus, like, all of a sudden stall, and then you're, you're just, you have to just stand on the other side of the window looking yep. at everybody, trying to continue look, holding the cool pose for, like, three minutes oh you're just just holding that just holding the the the, the bar and yeah and hopefully the, the the street team marketing um manager or team lead isn't some you know like militant uh dick bag you know named like brody or something like that who's like will come onto the bus and drag you back out um but i just i, I always thought about just getting on a train getting on a bus and just whoo, sailing away you know or not sailing them because it's not a boat but you know how like what if you worked at a little like tourist shop though that was like near a dock and then you just get out of boat and just fucking <laughs> 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 that, that that's the ultimate it, power move that, that would be one then if it right. sank it would be really funny like nathan's yeah, point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. immediately go just down <laughs> but just that you know it's like it's that job where you're like you know what i don't need this and he just bye-bye genius float yeah. away genius yep. yep all right well well brian um you sealed three points with the whole actually working overtime without pay to pull this off, and, <laughs> yeah. and this is a truly evil, evil plan. And I'm, yeah. I, I can't score less than that. And Mitch, I, it, it's, a, it's a great one, but I, I, the, the street teams have to have such high turnover. So I imagine this is actually happening right now somewhere. I think it's a very <laughs> yeah, common yeah. thing. So, yeah, yeah. so I'm going to give you two points for that. And then, uh, like, if, if you're running a street team and they're like, "We need four people for today's job," you just hire seven because you yeah. assume three won't show up. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, Brian. What's your what's your number two? 
I'm similar to Colin here. My number two is just stop going. But this isn't in the middle of the shift. You just don't go one day. Yeah. And this is for a salaried position. You just see how long it takes <laughs> before they realize you're not working there anymore. You just turn off your emails. Or you set an automatic email. Oh, I just thought of this. <laughs> <laughs> on the Monday you decide you're not going in. Yeah. You just set an automatic email to go out on Friday. Just sorry, I've been under it. I'll get to all this next week. That goes out on Friday after you've already been not working for a week. Mm-hmm. And you let it go at least another week. Man, you can set these for every Friday if you want to see how long <laughs> this game will go. And then you just wait. They're going to, your direct deposits are still going to keep going through. I mean, just see what happens. (laughs) 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 I I want somebody, one of our listeners, to try this. Let us know how it goes. Give it a shot. Document uh, it on TikTok or whatever the kids do nowadays Mm -hmm. and become viral off of our idea. I mean, if if any of our listeners try any of these ideas, please, please give us a follow. Please let us know. (laughs) And we will have you on the show to tell your story personally. It would be an honor. So please... Please do keep that in mind. We will fly you in from anywhere in a 30-mile radius. (laughs) Next time you're having a rough Monday morning, take a look at re-listen to this episode. If you get inspired, Mm -hmm. follow through with it, and then we'll uh, we'll bring you on. But Mm -hmm. the higher up you are, the longer this ruse will go. Oh, yeah. So the longer your money will collect. If you're somebody who's in charge of a team, like the team's going to love that you're not giving them things to do. That's true. They're not going to complain. Like, man, I haven't heard anything, blah, blah, blah. You still get that one squeaky wheel. It's like, hey, I'm out of work. And then you're like, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but you just That's Gerald how, for sure. Yeah. Gerald and Colin. Yeah. It's always a Jerry and a Colin. And then you just kind of like, all right, they're not going to ask for work. You're higher ups. Like, I don't want to deal with the stuff that you're doing because that's why we hired you. So no news is good news. I'm going to assume you're going to keep everything going smoothly. And then something's going to, some big shit's going to hit the fan. <laughs> and everyone's going to be like, oh, and, oh. I think you got to change your number after this, though, too. Just completely yeah. go dark. Yeah. But keep waking up every other Friday just to see how many of those DPs keep coming through. What, what are you going to tell your emergency contact? Are you going to bring them in on this? Or are you going to let chaos ensue when now your loved one thinks you might be dead for a while? Change your emergency contact with HR a month before you decide to do this. To whom? To the payphone down the block. <laughs> <laughs> write down Jerry and it's a payphone number. And we'll see like... His contact is Jerry McDouche? I should have caught that. That doesn't sound real. Uh, that's my mistake. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was... Uh, but that uh, person gets fired. <laughs> take someone down with crumbles. you. Oh, then I would feel real bad. What are you doing at home this whole time? <laughs> what am I not doing? You could, Watch movies, going on vacation? You could be working another salary position and you could... Potentially, this could be, become sort of a Ponzi scheme. Of I just one accept, salaried position to I another. I always accept a new offer before my current one's over, run out the clock, and I'm always overlapping. Oh, oh so you're stealing like one or two paychecks from every job. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. I am a serial salarist. That's, uh, <laughs> that is pretty brilliant. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. I'll give that to myself. Okay. <laughs> this, is a, this is for real, though, for you, Brian. I know this. Could you ever actually pull that off? Of course not. Okay. <laughs> I know my limits. 
<laughs> I, I admire I admire the honesty. Yeah, uh, I couldn't do it. Mitch, Mitch, fire away with your number two. Um, my number two is the uh, Jumbotron Dignity Salvage. Wow. Uh-oh. Yep. It's uh, a named one, folks. Yep. You're at a uh, you're at a local sports arena watching, you know, the big game, and you and your you and your partner are up on the jumbotron all of a sudden, and uh, you go to your pocket and you take out a beautiful engagement uh, symbol, you offer it to them, and they say no. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You immediately say. I quit this. I break up with you. You have to do it fast and furious. You have to get to it first. So you're the one who broke up with them. You're quitting first. Um, and then, you, but you love the you love the sports. So you say, get get on. Get out of here. I'm staying for the sports game here. I'm the one who's going to do the sport. I, I love watching the sport. Uh, the, 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 the number one player on my sports team, that they're my favorite athlete. So you got to get going. Are you, Get out de- of here. are you describing me at a sports game? It sounds like <laughs> about as much information as I would know at any sporting event. I, you know, just like the faster you quit them, yeah. you know, the more dignity you salvage, you know, and you're and you're sad because your body's going to be sad and little and just like you're just going to have a sad little. But you're you're going to be like kind of slumping in your chair. So that yeah, so the the more dignity you can you can you can uh, uh, harvest from the situation, the better. And so. If they say no to you, but then you're on the jumbotron, and I've, also I'm gonna I'm gonna guess half the arena is gonna think that it's a fake proposal because they do those now, you know. Yeah. Um, but you are gonna be on the screen, and you're gonna be like, uh-uh, get the move your freaking keister, you know, uh, asshole, former <laughs> former loving partner, get out. Like this is my ex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then so you like, you literally if they're not moving, you literally pick like pick just push them out of. Out of sh- out of the shot, and then you go back to the jumbotron, and then you give them a big flex, a double, <laughs> a double bicep flex. You're the strongest one there. Bury the pain. You are your um, uh, Teflon. Just the pain just bounces right off you. Then you sit back down. You order a beer from 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 the beer from the sling trough. From the sling trough. <laughs> you get two of them. You chug one and you keep one to enjoy. You get a big old popcorn and you and you finish the sports match. So I, I admire the courage that would yeah. be involved to stick it out after this because I certainly wouldn't have it in me. Yeah. There's... No. No. But but the thing is though, uh, you're done with them, so they have to leave. You no. know. And also, you, you brought them to the sports. Um, you know, engagement. So <laughs> you brought them to the sparks. <laughs> so yeah, the athletic contest of your choice. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Not the Olympics. You did not. You couldn't bring them to the yeah, Olympics. No, this would not work. No, couldn't, couldn't so, bring to the Olympics. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whether it's you know like a fast sport or a slower sport, like a ball sport or a racket sport or a running sport, just whatever kind of. The sport more you international want. the sport, the more viewers will have seen said That's act. True. That's true. Yeah. Although they don't give people time on the jumbotrons, you know, not at like basketball. Ooh, I said it. Oh, basketball. <laughs> you named a sport. Oh, no. a sport. Oh, the whole bit's falling apart. Oh shoot. Um, but yeah, no. But it should be an American sport because because uh, those that they they love to give time. Are there to, any to others? Jumbotrons. Um, in my in my my mind, no. You're right. <laughs> you're right. No, there aren't. So America. That's my number two. So right. um, 
they reject you, you reject them back faster, harder, stronger. <laughs> so, faster, harder. I, I'm going to score this out, and uh, Brian, it's it's another genius and, and evil plan, but oh, yeah. I, I just, since you're not present for it, you don't get to just relish in the glory, so I can only, you, you didn't give me the glory, so I'm only giving you one point. You don't get the glory, but you get the cash. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, then Mitch, uh, this is, I, I like I said, I love the courage involved here, but I wanted to see you take it one step further and bring a cheating somebody you find out they're cheating and they come oh. in and then instead of you get down on one knee and there's nothing in the thing and you're like oh i know you're cheating on me in front of everybody <laughs> so, so i'm gonna give you two points for i would have liked to just see a twist the knife a little further it's, on an, that one. it's an obnoxious arrow on a spring that says cheater <laughs> her 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 i was gonna say i feel like the partner would be like why is he presenting me this cheese balls can? <laughs> <laughs> now that's a good bit. That's a good bit. All right. Well, oh there's nothing left to do except for the final entrance on our list. So, Brian, what was your yep. number one way to quit in glory? My number one way to quit in glory is the get it off your chest. You get to say what you want about who you want to their faces as you march out the door. Oh, Is this w w with security holding on to the back of your elbow, or are you free to move? No, security's on your side. Okay. They're letting you move. They're letting you get finger okay. in the face. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me demonstrate. <clears throat> and you know what, Carol? Fuck you! <laughs> no one likes your team building. Let's make work a family bullshit. Dave! On your motorcycle, you piece of shit. I'm glad you got demoted. You should actually be in jail for what you did, you embezzling scum. And Frank, fuck you, Frank. I have never wanted anyone to get hit by a truck more than you. And I'm sure the day will come because anyone that eats that much tilapia a week should burn in hell. We had to get two microwaves because of your bottom-feeding ass. And finally, Mr. Wallace. Suck my taint, fucker, and see you in hell. <laughs> Thanks for that 40-cent raise an hour last year. That really solidified my membership to the club. And not your white-ass fuck golf and tennis shit. I'm talking Sam's. I can't even go to Sam's Club on this fucking salary, eat shit, suck Carol's balls, and fuck each and every one of you. I'm out of here. Peace. <laughs> Uh, so that's my number one. Wow. Okay, okay. I'm I'm gonna just turn it straight over to Mitch. Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You gotta top that. Yes. The floor is yours. This one is all about making other people's lives better. That's what this is about. Boom. <laughs> right? Yeah. I know. I know. So this is what happens. This is uh, this is after you've won the lottery. You're not telling anyone. Okay. You take a month. You get a PO box. You get an accountant. You get a lawyer. You do all those things to set up your your privacy for your uh, lotto cash, you know? Got it. But during that time, uh, it, you know, at offices, you always, it, you know, in an office maybe with a bit of a, you know, a sense of ennui, people always had that conversation where they're like, what if I won the lottery? Right, right. What would I do? What if? What if? You know what I would do? I would pay off, you know, first they're like, I'm going to pay off all my student loans and then I'm going to pay off all my relatives' loans and their houses. And you're like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, what do you, what do you really want to do? And then you know you then then you get sad because your coworkers are like, well, I, I you know, I would, I would just go on vacation, and you're like, that's your big idea, just go on a vacation. <laughs> What's the insane thing you do? I, I don't know. Well, well, I'll I'd go to a steakhouse every night. You're like, what? No, come on. So 
I would force them all to give me their just the top of the mountain ideas, just the most insane shit possible. And I'm winning a freaking loot. I'm getting 900 million after taxes. This is oh. history's largest lotto cash windfall. Mm-hmm. And about a month up to this, I'm 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 going around to everyone's desk. I'm perching on the on the edge, you know, chatting them up. Everyone's getting to love me. You know, we're having these fun conversations. I become the office number one guy. You know, everyone's just like, Mitch is such a nice guy. Such a good guy. I love him so much. I'd buy him a beer. I'll go get his coffee for him. I love him that much. And then when you finally quit, you're like, hey, guess what? Carol, here's a letter. Teresa, here's a letter. Jim, I got a letter for you. Each letter describes the amazing gifts that are coming their way jim finally gets his motorcycle with a barbecue on the back (laughs) you know (laughs) room enough for the family to sit there with them you know Teresa, she's getting that that mountain house with us with a water slide that goes all the way down to a giant heated pool whatever their craziest dreams are but you know what though rick he ain't getting fucking shit. <laughs> Rick is a goddamn dick, you know, through and through. There's no other way to slice this fucking turkey open without dick just coming out, you know. Everyone knows a Rick, you know. He comes in, hey, who caught a CSI and King of Queens last night? Like, nobody, Rick. <laughs> shut the fuck up. He's like, hey, uh, d- d- is, is anyone else buying a, the, the brand new F-150 again this year? Anyone? Anyone? No, Rick, no, go fuck. Just go away, Rick, please. And then Rick always gets too drunk. He always tries to, to to hit on people. He always tries to get people to break their marital vows. And then the next day, he's like, it was all just a fucking joke. Just fucking relax, you know? Relax. You're like, Rick, you cornered a woman for 45 minutes last night, you fucking prick. Relax. <laughs> oh, relax. And then Rick, Rick is the one that'll come by your desk and be like, oh, hey, I saw, so you got here at 9.03 this morning. Don't think I don't notice. And then walks away. And you're like, Rick, you fucking prick. Rick the prick. Uh, so you know what? Teresa, your golden boat with room for all your dogs and a champagne shower is coming your way. But Rick, you're getting a big old box of dog shit. So <laughs> at the bottom of that dog shit is new truck nuts for the back of the F one fifty. And he'll probably just lick the shit off and go, oh, fuck yeah, truck nuts, oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, and then, but for me personally, what I'm going to do with all that lotto cash, I'm, I'm first off, I'm getting a house that's connected to the side of a cliff that looks over the ocean. There's going to be a rope that brings me right down to the sea, and I'll just go and I'll, I'll be friends with the sharks. So. <laughs> <laughs> Way to end it fast. Yeah, there well, it is. Cool. So if you'll remember, I did say for the, the biggest mic drop, so the better number one, there would be a bonus point. Yep. So I gave Brian three points because that is just an absolute classic. I would, again, would love to see that. That is a glorious moment. Oh. But then we know I love the long con and (laughs) Mitch is destroying souls and building people up all at once. (laughs) So you're going to get four points for the round. And uh, if my math is correct, that leaves Brian with 12 points and Mitch is the victor with 14 points. Well done. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
Uh, this game's a sham, and anyone uh, who listens is a tool. I want to thank Rick for making me work harder to make his life worse. <laughs> <laughs> and neither neither of you you both get uh, you both get a pat on the back for neither of you storming off and trying to quit in glory during the middle of the show. I appreciate that yep. one. And I'm gonna still give my time. I'm gonna give myself a point for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that leaves us just with uh, my fa- my fast <laughs> five. My fast five of the top five buckets mm. of all buckets. time. Woo! Number five, the KFC bucket. Yeah, buddy. Oh, yeah. Eating out of a bucket. Talk about class. <laughs> <laughs> You're a human being, not a six-week-old six calf. Have some self-respect. <laughs> Number four, bucket head. <laughs> this mysterious guitar vir- virtuoso took the KFC bucket and wore it on his head. Oh. So in 2007, I paid 15 whole dollars to go to a Buckethead show. Two guys behind me were there because the tickets were so cheap, and they said they'd never heard of him. Then one guy said to the other, with great sincerity, Buckethead must be some kind of marketing genius. Like, <laughs> by, you know, because he remains anonymous and he wears this bucket on his head. He called a guy he had heard of two hours ago a marketing <laughs> genius. Still one of the dumbest things I have ever heard. And I so regret not turning around and slapping the stupid out of the dude's mouth. 14 years later, I've never forgotten that. All right, number three, the bucket hat. Oh. It comes in and out of fashion. LL Cool J, Rihanna, Justin Bieber, among others, have all sported this durable piece of headgear that originated in Ireland in the early 20th century to protect fishermen's heads from rain. As great as Kylie Jenner looks in one, it will never top Gilligan from Gilligan's Island or your grandpa with a bunch of fishing lures dangling from the sides. Oh, yeah. Classic. Mm-hmm. Number two, the bucket seat. Oh. Oh, yes. Which is on the next page. <laughs> <laughs> Are you old enough to have been carted around in a minivan with a bench in the center in the yeah. back of the vehicle? Yeah. 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 Did you have to sit crammed with a sibling on either side jostling for elbow room for the entire 14-hour ride to Disney World? What a day it was when you could finally climb in the back and have your own elbow rest, leg room, and adjustable back. The life of luxury indeed. And number one. I love vans. (laughs) Number one, the greatest bucket of all time, Mr. Bucket. You guys remember Mr. Bucket? No, continue. (laughs) Mr. Bucket, buckets of fun. This... This popular children's game from the 1990s had this actual tagline in its commercial. The game's Mr. Bucket, the first to get their balls in, and Mr. Bucket wins, but look out, because the balls will pop out of his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Was there simply no quality control team on duty that day, or did the folks at Milton Bradley simply have a sick and twisted sense of humor? Ah, the mysteries of life. <laughs> and that's this week's edition of Uber Cinco. Cracking open a beer five minutes before he clocks out has been... Mitch Brinkman. And activating the inflatable water landing slide from the plane and jumping out while still on the run rate is... Brian Ernst. And I've been the man who hits the game-winning jumper against the Utah Jazz in 1998 in my dreams every single night, Nathan Henenfent. And to all you would-be quitters out there, as BizBear or perhaps John Lacare says... A desk is a dangerous place from which to view the world. Auf Wiedersehen and adios. That's right, I'm Mr. Bucket. I'm Mr. Bucket. Toss your balls in my top, I'm Mr. Bucket. Out of my mouth I will pop, I'm Mr. Bucket. Walk in a run, I'm Mr. Bucket. The game's Mr. Bucket. The first to get their balls in, and Mr. Bucket wins, but look out, because the balls will pop out of his mouth. I'm Mr. Bucket. The balls pop out of my mouth. I'm Mr. Bucket. 
I follows what I'm about. I'm Mr. Bucket. Whee! We're all gonna run. I'm Mr. Bucket. Mr. Bucket from Milton Bradley. You've just listened to Uber Cinco, a production of UBK Studios. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your fine podcasts from. If you like what you hear and want to support the show, please visit our Patreon site at patreon.com slash UBK Studios. Every little bit helps us keep the lights on and the bill collectors at bay. Keep tabs on us on all the social media at UBK Studios, and most importantly, subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can see that we really are just a bunch of good Midwestern boys. Yeah.